You're listening to another episode of A Lady and Some Dudes Podcast. Welcome to another episode of A Lady and Some Dudes Podcast, where we discuss hot topics in the sports landscape. I am your host for today, Alan, and I have Phil and Evan with me, and... Today is Wednesday, so by the time you hear this, it will be Thursday. Um, It would have been two days since the shooting in Uvalde, where the 18-year-old, I don't have his name in front of me, but he went to an elementary school and and just shot the place up. Um, And along with the 19 children, two, two teachers were killed in that process. And we're just going to just take a moment just to discuss it. It's kind of hard to talk about because it's, it's, it's children, but we're just going to briefly talk about that because I feel like it's very important to bring these type of events and tragedies to the forefront because these are children and they have a life to live so i'm gonna let either phil or evan continue i feel like it's a tragedy that is preventable much like with so much loss of life in COVID 19 pandemic a lot of it was avoidable um you know, you just expect uh, your country's leaders not to be on corporate payrolls, but that's not the case here in America. Um, their campaigns are funded by lobbyists and organizations that support uh, anti-gun legislation, and um, we need more. We need more leadership. Uh, in our nation to address these so that children aren't killed in classrooms. I believe um, the gunman got into one classroom and just killed um, everyone in the classroom. And it's something that was completely avoidable. And for life, I'm, I'm trying to understand how do you even get into the school? Like, where the door's not locked, but, you know, just a tragedy and you just hope that hope for better days. I am a survivor of um, gun violence um, on campus. I was at the University of North Carolina at Charlotte the day when um, in class, the day when I wasn't in the same class as but I was on campus in class when the shooter came uh, and started shooting on campus. So it's my, my heart goes out to them and it's just a tragedy that you hope um, will never be your child, that you hope the nation will address, that you hope the political f- political figures would, would get out of the political games and just make a decision that is just, moral, and righteous. My sentiments is definitely uh, aligned with yours, your statement. It is so sad. You know, I have young ones, and I grew up in Brooklyn, um, well, I've been shot at 
and I have been guns pulled at me uh, at me at a young age, um, but never in a way as this. And these are little kids who have we should protect little kids at all costs because they are our future. They have every right to see tomorrow. They have every right to dream and wonder. They are innocent. And to be robbed of that, you know, I don't comprehend the sickness. And I hope I will never comprehend. I will not mention this guy's name. He don't deserve it. And I am God-fearing man, but I'm happy that he's no longer on this planet. I'm not saying anybody is far from redemption. It comes to a point where we need to, I, this is maybe emotional. I'm talking, and the Lord, if I'm saying anything disagreeable, we need to, we need to not stop talking. If someone is, we should have bring back, if found guilty, video evidence, bring back brigades and and and, and execute them. Show these people, if you touch a young child's life, the full brunt of the law, full brunt. There should be no question asked. Let you and your maker make a um, meet, meet sooner than later and deal with that. But as us and as a country, you don't touch the children. You don't go there near their way. You let them be. And, uh, and when political leaders turn around and, and haven't done anything to stop this, it's sickening. And, and, and we have power as voters. We do. We could just don't cast our votes for them. Find someone else. And voting is very important. So I urge all listeners, especially in America, vote, please. Because if not, this will get, we, unfortunately, we may see another story like this. If our political leaders do not want to take a stand and want to bow down to the almighty dollar at the cost of young children's lives, it's unheard of. We need to do something about this sooner than later. Man, I've been, I'm struggling. I'm still struggling to come across words. And me and my homies in our group chat, we we briefly talked about it. And this has been said so many times and probably since COVID, but you can even go back to Sandy Hook and further back, Columbine and all those those times to where I'll just say from like the the one thing that COVID did stop if anything was school shootings you know what I mean and and now that things are slowly shifting back together it's like we're going back to our regular schedule program and Steve Kerr said it best yesterday before the game like what are we gonna do not really just us, but those who are senators that sit in these seats. Like, what are you here for? What are you here for? Because your job is to have laws to help serve people. Well, children are people. And I don't care if you're a grandparent, I don't have kids, I have a nephew. But I also have God kids and they're the same age as these kids. And, and the one thing, and it's really like pissing me off right now, I saw what the governor Abbott said, and he's like, 
it could have been worse. Are you serious? Are you serious? Like, I honestly hope, and I, re I really hope, like, you know, I'm not going to get into the whole political stuff about the abortion stuff and, you know what I mean? Like, things like that when it comes to politics. But please keep in mind that, as Evan said, these, these lobbyists are in these politicians' pockets. And the question asked is, like, do you care about people or do you care about power? And a lot of these people care about power. And it's just like, yo, like, what's, what's your purpose? And, like, to me personally, like, I feel like when it comes to, like, certain offices, like, there needs to be a peak age because we need to get some of these folks out. We got to get some of these folks out. And it's, it's, it's really hurting my heart that a lot of these kids are, they haven't even lived life. They haven't lived yet. And it's, it's, it's time for a change, but the change, yes, it starts with us, but we also got to make sure that we do our due diligence to make sure that we put people in positions to help create the change to where we don't have kids continually to be shot up, not just kids, but individuals like back in the church down in California and then also in Buffalo at the grocery store. Like we have to do better. We have to. And I got to get off of this because I feel my blood is boiling right now. But let's go ahead and transition to our NFL episode. I'm going to just take a... <sighs> All right, I'm good. So speaking of the NFL, um, for teams across the league, they've begun their OTAs and... There are some individuals, some media personalities are making it a big deal that Aaron Rodgers or Kyler Murray or, you know, the big names aren't at these OTAs. They're voluntary, but they should be there because it's good team morale and you get to work with them. But yet... They do that anyway. Like, <laughs> so, so what is our reaction to like these dudes, yo? Cause like they are really like weird to me. Slow day in the newsroom, you know. It's, it's the time of year people just start making up stories because they ain't got nothing to talk about. Um, so I mean, unless a guy is signaling signaling that he's gonna hold out, it's it's a non-story. It's optional training activities, you know. Hey, that's and and that well that applies to one, but it's definitely about to apply to another. Go ahead, Phil, because I saw you was about to hop in. OTAs are completely voluntary. Okay, two. If you're a veteran and the system has not changed, it's it's the same system in place for the past two, three, four years. Who cares? I haven't seen Aaron Rodgers didn't come attend last year. He's done well. So who cares? Like I said, it is a slow day in the newsroom. We got to find something to talk about. I don't care. Um, it's better for the rookies, better for um, first-year players, you know, first-year um, uh, players who've been either signed or um, signed to the team uh, or 
just came late during the, you know, draft um, play, players who has been players who has been traded to a team last season needs a little more of the understand the playbook, understand it. Okay, let them go. Anybody else? Completely voluntary. Stop the nonsense. Stop the crying. Go watch the Mets and the Yankees play. And Phil has on his Mets uh, shirt for some reason. He was like, let's talk about him. I said, for what? On a football day. <laughs> right. <laughs> on a- well, you know, when none of your teams are relevant, you have to you have to find something to hop on, right? When none of your teams are relevant, you got to find something to get excited about. Like, man, look, everyone watching playoff basketball right now. So, like, come on, man. Like, ain't nobody thinking about the Nets. Even even <laughs> hockey is going on. They're in the playoffs, too, but nobody yes, talking about them. Yes, the Rangers. Hey, I'm dying out here, all right? New York is done. You got to grasp for anything. The soccer team, something. <laughs> I think the Hurricanes are still in. Shout out to them because they because they won the the Stanley Cup years back. I think that was the only time I ever watched hockey. Well, so they're, they're playing the Rangers right now, and the Rangers are up on them. So, uh, I mean, <laughs> I don't pay attention to them. Like if they get to the Stanley Cup, I might watch it. You know what I mean? But we can go to the I'm, game. <laughs> but I'm not driving to Raleigh just to watch no game, man. Look, I'd rather watch the Charlotte Checkers. Anyways, As we um, digress. <laughs> but but yeah, so yeah, the some of them. I mean, obviously, you know, like the players who are the media, they they know what's up, man. Ain't nobody worrying about. Nobody's truly worrying about like why these players aren't showing up. We know Collar's not going to show up until the deal is done because Cliff Kingsbury got a deal. He does not. He's going to end up in a situation similar to, well, I kind of don't want to mention his name, but it is what it is at this point. Earl Thomas, <laughs> when he was with the Seahawks, deciding to play on that on the last year of his deal because he was trying to get a deal done, but he decided to show up and then got hurt. I think he tore ACL or something like in the game. And then he gave, I think it was maybe Pete Carroll, the bird while on the cart leaving. Actually, I think that might've been against Arizona if I recall correctly, but, but yeah, like Kyler, he's going to need a deal. Like, honestly, I believe like there is no way that you bring in this coach Cliff Kingsbury and don't expect Kyler Murray to get a deal. Like if if they do that, then I don't really see how you're just operating an NFL team. Like it doesn't it doesn't necessarily make sense to me. But also, like even with Tom Brady, like not Tom Brady. Why am I thinking about him? Anyways, speaking of Aaron Rodgers, like the man, look, Aaron Rodgers is gonna have have a time of his life right now. Well, he ain't married, so I don't know who he's hanging out with now, but. He's going to take the time like all these other teams do, meet up with his receivers, especially the young guns, and then they're going to put in some work to get ready to get ready for a training camp, which is, what, almost two, about two two months away, just about. So to me, I just feel like a lot of these people are just overreacting. Like, they just need something to talk about. If anything, the real news as I transition is Colin Kaepernick he had a workout with the Las Vegas Raiders um from what I seen I think they have 
maybe three quarterbacks already on the team at this time? Like, do you think this is something or nothing or, you know what I mean? Like, cause some people try out, but then like, you know, we don't ever hear anything else after it. Like, so do we really like expect him to potentially make the team like even just as a backup? Cause he said he's open to doing that in particular. I believe that this is something, something. This is not the fiasco that happened or uh, was about to transpire a couple of years ago. And this is definitely an opportunity for, I believe not only the Raiders going to be the other teams may show up. So they plan to host them this week coming up. We don't know exactly what day. And if they have film on him, if the Raiders don't, we know other teams need a quarterback, uh, uh, commanders or what they call it. Hell Cobra. What's it with the Washington team? <laughs> Houston. <laughs> um, who else? There's a, a plethora of teams that that need a quarterback, and I I, I may dare to say <clears throat> the Giants. <laughs> so we need we need a quarterback. Daniel Jones is hurt all the time. So I'm not gonna digress. I'm stay on focus, Phil. It's annoying. I, I'm glad we didn't give him no money. I'm glad he has to work for his money. And uh, Jacoby will take that starting position. I almost guarantee, and I'm happy with that. But Kaepernick will have opportunity. The players, um, the team will look at him, see that he's ready, and that he's better than at least at least 15 of these quarterbacks in the NFL. And I believe ultimately he will get a job. I believe he's going to get a job in good faith. So this is something. Um, they've seen him run, run his routes, throw to um, quote-unquote receivers, which he has in the past in his videos and so forth. But now they will actually see him live face-to-face, you know, videos. Everybody look good. And then, you know, NBA players don't miss in these, in, in their workout video. Ben Simmons taking threes <laughs> in these workout videos. So uh, this is an opportunity for the, um, the Los Angeles Raiders to see him live, see his footwork, see his arm strength, and know his none this diminished. And Brett Farr, Tom Brady, and Rodgers, there's a slew of these NFL quarterbacks are showing that age actually enhanced them. And they, could, they, they age like fine wine. Great quarterback ages like fine wine. So I think this is something. So, um, no, I don't think, I don't think Al Kaepernick has a chance of getting a job. Not because I don't think he's talented enough, not because I don't think he deserves it, but I think that the, the league has determined that he will not get another chance. I mean, it's just like, um, I mean, at this point in the season, why are they, why are they doing it now? I mean, they've already done free agency. They've already went through the draft. Why now? Now, if this has happened early on in the process, sure. But now for what? Um, I feel as if, the same way that they brought um, the the Jaguars, I wasted the time of um, the head coach who ended up with the Steelers and, and fired him. And then he went other places and they gave him these fake interviews. Um, it, it's much the same. It's performative. It's disrespectful. Brian Flores. It, yeah, Brian Flores, right. It, but it sends a message. It, 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 it says, oh, we're not being racist. We're gonna give him a shot, but there's no, there's no shot for, there's no shot for Colin Kaepernick. There's no shot. I would love to see a revenge tour, but um, I mean, at least he got his money, and um, 
there's no chance. Is it something or nothing? Uh, I say something, but not to the point to where I expect him to like, let's just say Derek Carr gets hurt and I think that he's just going to be like the what the the backup like I think he's going to be the backup to the backup but it's going to be but even then it's still kind of weird which kind of almost makes me want to change my mind that it's nothing because it's like he hasn't played football in like what is like six years almost six years something like that it's almost like a weird it's not a Tebow story like when Tebow came back he didn't he was playing it he was playing a totally different position to what he was accustomed to for a majority of his life. But even then it's you're coming into a completely new situation to where they have a new head coach. And it's like, you have to like be able to show like what you're able to do. I mean, I don't think arm strength or anything would diminish. It's almost like, I'm not going to call this a Kyrie situation, but um, a situation to where Kyrie, when he was finally able to play games, he was only able to play away games, but he was still fresh. He's still fresh, but is he still sharp? And just the main, that's, that's really like the main thing that I'm curious about. Like, yeah, you can, he could still put in the work, like T.O. still trying to come back for some reason, but. Um, Shout out to- I'll support. Hey, he got a podcast, man. He should be getting sponsorships. He should be fine. But anyway, but you know what? It, you know, that's that's something different. So who knows what that check looking like, depending on who it is. But <laughs> go ahead. And Kaepernick is 34. I mean, who, what, that's what who, I'm saying. That's that's what I'm saying. Like it's it's different. It's different if you were still being hit by that time. Like the objective is not to be hit. But you have to remember what it's like to be hit. And that's and that's different. Like, you can't simulate that, like, at all. Like, I feel like if a person takes time off, like, especially if, like, they're, like, have, like, a high-intensity training or something like that, especially, like, with, like, other, like, football players, I, I'll be like, I, and it's not that I'm saying that Kaepernick has been doing that, but it's like, he trains for it, but it's like, okay, that's really that's really it. Like, we don't know, like, who he's working out with. Now, I think it was the – I can't remember who those guys were from Seattle, the brothers that came through. They worked out with him, but, like, who are you working out with? You know what I mean? So, I mean, I think his tools might be okay, but I don't know if it would, like – him being hit is just like, dude – I ain't been hit in six years. That's like that's like asking me to play a five on five game for like 10 weeks straight, knowing good and well that I haven't played like actual five on five basketball in like a year. That's a different type of conditioning, especially in game conditioning. So so what about Brett Farr playing um, Tom Brady and Rogers? That, that's different. That's that's different. They here's. They didn't, they didn't, here's the thing with, with Tom, not Tom Brady, with Brett Favre, Mm -hmm. he didn't retire a full year. He retired for a few weeks and then he came back. 
similar to Tom Brady. It's, it's not the same. Like you're away from the game. You have not been hit by a 300 pound man. <laughs> you haven't been smacked in the head. So I'm just like, I'm just like, like even me, like I'm 31. If I, if I left like six years ago, if I was 25, I, I got my good little contract, you know what I'm saying? For one year. And I'm like, you know what? I want to come back. You think I want to be hit? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm like, yo, I got to do this again? Like, nah, I ain't about to do this again. Like, there's there's certain things where you just got to be like, I, that this, it was fun the first time when I was in it, but I need to, uh, I need to save my marbles and my chickens that Marshawn used to say. I, I think I told you story why I quit playing football in my teenage years. Well, you was yes, you was a, yes. you was a you yeah you told that story a lot. You was a punk. I was not a punk. <laughs> I finished off the season. I just didn't want to go to the next level. <laughs> right? They would have they would have got you fit for it, Phil. I did not. That was not my forte, and and I'm glad. Did I'm you play glad. defense or did you? I play played offense? only defense. I did then, play a little offense. Don't, I'm, hold I on. played this offense. Is, we never we never got this far. <laughs> I guess we're going to take a little bit of time just to talk about this. If you play defense, what are you afraid of? You're the one delivering the punishment. Correct. But the punishment who I'm delivering to are usually heavier than, than me. You better so, go low. They are, they are running backs <laughs> and long, strong receivers. I think I made the right choice. <laughs> so You that had was no me. heart. I'm glad you No, quit. I had heart. No, nah, you Alan, didn't had no heart. You Alan, had heart. I, it's so ingrained in me when we I can't play flag football. Remember we was playing flag flag football and I, what I was doing? Do you remember when they said, "Oh, I want Ray on my team"? When we had the front um, friendly church outing, man, look, and Ray, everybody skinny. Ray, Ray tried, easily get hurt. I'm not. No, even they to hear dissed this. me. Let me tell you this story, fans. So we had a church outing. I don't like the culture. Church outing. All right, you was on my team, right? I don't know, but I was killing yeah. it. I was killing whoever was trying to go. And they, as I walked on the field, all the young kids, young adults, and they was like, oh, we want Ray. We want Ray. Ray never played football. He's tall. He's taller than me. He's about 6'2", 6 6'3", 6 probably 6'4". He's 6'4". Right? 6'4". I'm six foot. But I played football. But all people ran to him. I say, bet. Let's just say my team won. I had like three interceptions, two touchdowns. Can I look? Can I? Can I? Can I? Can I? Can I talk about? And we destroyed it. Ray, and Ray, I kept reminding Ray, them, "Y'all want to Ray, right? Y'all want to Ray on your squad." I'm gonna just go ahead and just throw that out there. You're gonna get again? the little Ray's not the best quarterback to have on your squad. I'm gonna just be honest because he's gonna throw it short. Sorry to talk about you, Ray, but it's out here in these streets. We love you, but look, I'm unfiltered. It's all love. We still cool. <laughs> no, you was but, on my team because we I mean, won. It, no, I mean, but I've I've played with him like when we had like the little Thanksgiving food drive joint. Right. He's not he he be throwing them ducks sometimes and it just be hanging <laughs> up there sometimes. And then he just throws it short. So you're really not moving up the field and it's not two completions like backyard football. So end of the year, yeah. end of the day. They wanted Ray, and they had to live with the consequences. I had the W. My team won on my back. <laughs> on my back, we won. And I remind them every single interception, every single touchdown, y'all yeah, wanted Ray. So <laughs> be careful what you ask for because you're not going to get it. 
<laughs> you still so, ain't had heart because you you there are different ways man i tackle people bigger than me and i was in middle school i was the shortest I, dude on the field and I, all low. my life i've been tackling people bigger than me i played with guys we play street football and concrete i plays football i people don't understand football with pads and the sound and, and who actually you understand how violent that sport is they muffle the sound of those pads they muffle when I was playing foot street football, um, we played street football tackle on concrete, which was no problem. But the fact remains when you play with pads and it's different, but I believe once you're used to the hit, Kaepernick will be fine. He will be fine. I believe so. I believe he'll, he, he's just, he don't look the same. He looks a little more, uh, not muscular, but a little more, he has a little more meat on his bones, on his oh. body. Of sense of age, so I think he'll be fine. He'll be able to compete if they give him a fair chance. And I, I believe um, there's uh, there's people in the NFL here to make this right. So I believe he's going to be back in some capacity in the NFL. Yeah, maybe as a backup, he'll probably take Jared Stidham's job if he gets the opportunity. But we'll see. But let's go ahead and move on to our last topic. Um, a few weeks ago, the NFL schedules came out, and we're going to talk about our teams. I'm, we should just exclude Phil because Giants ain't going nowhere. But, um, but yeah, so the ESPN pigskin win totals just provides, like, the, the NFL win predictions for this potential year. So I guess we'll let Phil go first so we don't have to hear nothing about this for the rest of the show. So have at it, Phil. So you want me to talk about the Giants and then what, how much wins I think they're going to so, win? So, so <laughs> we'll, just say, we'll just say this. I'm trying to find y'all. I'm over here skimming. So basically... We predict to have, we predict to have seven wins. Uh, I'm, I'll be happy, happy. I don't know. Here's the problem. I don't know the history of the new coach. I don't know who Daniel Jones coming back as. I don't know what receiver is going to be healthy. I don't know what the type of defense the Giants are going to play. I don't know anything. So it's hard for me to really kind of comprehend what's going to happen in our, our division. And our division is the considered the weakest division. So seven wins for me is better than five. I mean, four from last year. Um, and then, then I'll be able to evaluate the coach and the staff. So I I like the draft pick. I like how we look, but everything looked great on paper until we actually play. So I don't have no really say so in the matter of how many, what my expectations for the Giants, because everything is new. The paint on the wall is new, you know, but I know one thing the Giants are not going to do. They're not going to purposely lose a, play, uh, uh, a, a uh, final game in the season so another team won't get in <laughs> and the whole staff get fired. So I know that much. <laughs> we have integrity. Integrity. The staff got fired and they went to playoffs next year, right? Oh, huh? okay, yeah. The staff got fired and went to playoffs next year, right? Listen, yeah, yeah I got, that was luck, all right? And, 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 yeah, and, we, got, and we got better. And we got better this offseason. Stop the nonsense because y'all knew. Y'all had Eagles, y'all all. Eagles at the end of the y'all was expecting nothing. Wins. Viewers, we're gonna go sweep back. The, we're gonna sweep the Giants. Go, go, never again. We're gonna Viewers, sweep the go Giants. back to the episode, the NFL season early on, and you hear Kelvin 
and Evans crying. Oh, we're not going to do nothing. I'll be happy if we get three, four wins. And they were shocked that Philadelphia made the playoff. They are, they are shocked. They are sh- very surprised on the matter. I wish I traded back for Carson Wentz. The point and- is, the point is, they got, they got the. <laughs> not only did we did we keep you from the playoffs as any good division rival would do, they also <laughs> then took wide receiver. You got stuck with that 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 scrub back there. Then we got AJ Brown. Another year, Jalen Hurts, and we have a first round pick next year. Unprotected, a, a great first round pick next year in case Jalen Hurts isn't the guy. Eagles set up well. Eagles eleven wins. <laughs> yeah, I'm not getting eleven wins, but neither here nor there. I'm just waiting for their demise, and y'all hear me hop on this, hop every time they lose, every time. Seventeen games. See, here's the trick of the matter: seventeen game season. In reality, if it was a regular, um, regular, if it was the prior amount of games, which was 16, the Eagles would have won only seven games. So the deception of 11 games is not truly 11 games in the sense of pushing you as far as. So are they going to get 11 games? No. They can have 21 games. They still ain't getting 11 games. So the book is on Jerry Hurts. Good luck. You got to get the ball to uh, um, Brown, who's been hurt. So, good luck, King. <laughs> Thank you for that, King. We are the king of the division and king of the no, Giants. No, they're not winning. The Cowboys king are. The, king of the Giants. King of the Giants. You are our ultimate rival. Get them midgets out of here. Get them midgets out of here. <laughs> you are our rival, and uh, we will split our division. We, will split we are not your player. rival. We're better than you. We're rivals with the Cowboys. <laughs> we don't care about the, the midgets. Get nothing to the Cowboys. They're trash. Yeah, nothing to the Cowboys. The Cowboys hate us. The Cowboys love seeing the Giants. Just hate no, seeing the Eagles. The Giants, the Giants had a home and home for years when Eli was a quarterback at, at um, Giants Stadium. We we was we held them down for years. So no, don't worry. It's okay. They, the um, Philadelphia had their one little ring. It took them. They were the last in the division to get a ring, and they feel that they you know above all. Oh, the key word here. We're, we're the last one to have gotten a ring, right? Yeah, so one ring. The last, the last team one to get ring. ring in an, one ring. the Eagles, right? The last one team, ring. The Giants one. haven't won, won one. Four. Have they won one this decade? Have they won one anywhere close to this decade? Yes. They won Ten one years. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> We're still in 2022. Yes. And in 2000s, we have two. We have 10 championship, four Super Bowl championship. So... Pipe down, my those. friend. No, but don't nobody count those NFL championships. When championship is a championship, but nobody, nobody who actually counts them though. Phil Janine. Nobody is part of record someone, books. Someone who needs a win. It's someone in, who needs a it's win. In, it's, it's in the books, but we talking about we talking about the modern the modern era when it comes to Super Bowl. Modern era, a win is a win. You know, I have an act. My boy hooked me up with a um uh, Giants uh history type of book that um, takes out newspaper clippings and goes through. And you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go read through that and, you know, and, and go through the pain points because when we rise, we will rise. But overall, I believe the person who's going to take this division is going to be the Dallas Cowboys. Um, Philadelphia do not make the playoff. Cowboys are the only one who make the playoff this in our division. Well, I'll say this about the Steelers. I don't know what we're going to do this year. <laughs> um, 
Now, I feel like our defense actually got better. Um, I'm just more curious about how this Mitchell Trubisky, Matt, not Matt Coral. Oh, my goodness. What the world? Kenny Pickett is going to um, is gonna take place, like what that's going to look like in training camp. I do actually believe Mitchell Trubisky should start just mm-hmm. to – just to be able to just to get the reps just right behind them. Um, but if Mitchell stinks it up, just give Kenny the keys and just let him cook. That's that's pretty much where I'm at. They gave us what was it, nine? Um actually they gave us seven and a half. We played the AFC East one. That's one guaranteed win. We might be able, it's a reach, but we might be able to go two and two or three and one in that division. Like, I feel like we would lose to the Bills, but I feel like we might be able to get everyone else out of there. Um, hmm. And then we play the NFC South. Uh, that's, that's, uh, that's a tough one. Um, we might go two and two there. I know beating Carolina is going to be one. (laughs) I think we could probably beat Atlanta too. So we might be able to go two and two. I don't really know. Well, I'm nervous about the saints. They're pretty much like revamping, but I would say, mm, no one Tomlin, he's gonna have another above 500 year. So I feel like this is gonna be blasphemous. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and say we get 10 wins. And that's just that's we're just gonna get like two and a half more wins just based on the fact that it's Coach Tomlin and he's gonna have the team prepared. We'll go 10 and 7. You heard it mm-hmm. here first. But but yeah, so I don't really I don't really know. And shout out to uh to Brian Flores because he's on the coaching the coaching staff so shout out to him and he's going to get you ready so he's going to get that team yeah, ready yeah so i'm not i'm not too concerned about that and then just want to go ahead and throw prayers up to terry cohen uh fellow aggie he he had an injury i think it was last week and i'm not sure if it was achilles or an acl but i feel like it might have been an achilles but Shout out to him, prayers out to him because he's been going through a lot. And I just want the brother to know that everybody that that read your players for Brune is is rooting for you, bro. So shout out to you. But ladies and gentlemen, that concludes another episode of the Lady and Some Dudes podcast. Make sure that you check us out on the different platforms that we post on or wherever you listen to your podcast. We out. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of A Lady and Some Dudes. Please remember to follow us, like, share. We are on Facebook and Instagram. Our Facebook handle is at a lady and that is the and sign, some dudes. Our handle on Instagram is a lady and some dudes. Everything is spelled out. So that's a lady, A and D, some dudes. Until next time.